We care about website performance because our users matter. What, whoever our audience is, they matter to us, right? And we know that bored or frustrated users leave the website. If it takes too long for a website to load, they're going to leave. If they're frustrated with the performance of the website, if it's dragging their browser down, they're going to leave. They're going to go somewhere else. Welcome to episode 51 of the Ministry of Scale podcast. I'm your host, Chad Williams. Join us as we discuss trends, learn from experts, and share practical tips to help your ministry multiply its digital impact. Right now, we're in a series of listening to the best content from the Digital Ministry Conference that happened back in October. And today, we're going to learn why speed matters with your website. In the last few months, Google has unrolled something called the Core Web Vitals that's really brought it to the forefront for most folks. So if you're a digital marketer or a web developer, or you've been trying to get your management to understand the importance of speeding up your website, this show is for you and for them. In just a moment, Brent Wilson with 5Q is gonna be walking us through a high level view of why a speedy website really makes a difference, not just for Google, but especially for your users, and then what you need to do about that. Well, speaking of Google's core web vitals, as of early October, less than 8% of ministries actually passed Google's core web vital speed test. That means that 92% of ministries actually fail against Google's Core Web Vitals. You may wonder, how do I know that only 8% of ministries are passing the, the Core Web Vitals? Well, you can get that information from the 2021 Digital Ministry Benchmark Study. You Not only will you find out about Google's Core Web Vitals and how ministries are stacking up against that, they also look at areas like social media, areas like organic search, areas like email, fundraising, many other areas as well. So you can see how your ministry stacks up in all those different areas just by requesting a copy of the Digital Ministry Benchmark Study. Along with that, you'll also get a free scorecard that will show exactly how your ministry is measuring up in some of those key areas. Not only that, you'll understand exactly what you should be focusing on in the next 30 days to help multiply impact. Just request your copy today at 5q.com slash scorecard. That's F-I-V-E-Q.com slash scorecard. Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Brent Wilson. I am here to talk about website performance and what it is and why you should uh, why you should care, why you should be interested in uh, website performance. Our quick agenda for today, first I want to make clear that we're obviously not going to get into the details. There's a whole lot of things involved in website performance. And I'm going to keep it fairly simple today, but hopefully give you enough information that you can take this and um, you know, go off to your web team and say, hey, we wanna start making some of these changes. We need to think about these things. What are we already doing? What could we do better? That sort of thing. Uh, so we are going to talk about what is website performance? Why does website performance matter? How do we measure it? Um, how do we achieve a performant website? And who is responsible for a website's performance? Who, who are the, the parties involved that need to make these things happen? So website performance is mostly about speed, right? It's about how quickly a site begins to load, how quickly critical information first appears on the page, 
um, how quickly the site becomes interactive. That is, when can the user begin to scroll? When can they start clicking on things? When can they um, you know, play with the slideshows or other widgets on the page? And as well, um, how quickly the user can move from one page to the next or one feature to the next or uh, you know, one widget to the next, depending on how the page is structured. Now I said website performance is mostly about speed and that that's largely true, but it's really important to think about user perception. A site that takes a little bit longer to load behind the scenes that users perceive to be fast will seem more performant to them than a quickly loading site with a poor user experience. And what I mean by that is it is possible to give the user some sort of information very, very quickly within a second or two. And that may be all the information the user really needs, at least initially. And so they're happy. They don't care what's going on elsewhere on the page. Whereas a, a larger site might need to load a whole bunch of different things. And if all of those things are loading all at once, that's great. But if it takes a while, if it takes five, six, seven, eight seconds to load all of that, the user will perceive that site to have been slower than the first example. And so user perception is really important here. Now, it seems like a really obvious question to think about why does website performance matter, but we do need to answer this question. We can't take it as just a given, right? We care about website performance because our users matter. Whoever our audience is, they matter to us, right? And we know that bored or frustrated users leave the website. If it takes too long for a website to load, they're going to leave. If they're frustrated with the performance of the website, if it's dragging their browser down, they're going to leave. They're going to go somewhere else. Users who leave our website are customers missed. They're customers we lose out on. And customers missed are conversions lost. So every customer who leaves our site because they're frustrated with the performance experience is somebody who doesn't sign up for that email address. There's somebody who doesn't fill out the donation form. There's somebody who doesn't volunteer for whatever activity we're promoting. Uh, there's somebody who doesn't purchase something from our online store. And that's bad, that that's not why we have a website, right? We have a website to make those conversions, to uh, get folks participating with our organization or business or whatever, um, and, and so that we can accomplish our goals and we can help the user accomplish their goals. When we're talking about website performance, first impressions matter. Website visitors, whoever they are, make decisions about an organization and that organization's website within the first, give or take, two seconds. If they click a link and within two seconds, something useful appears to them, they're happy. That's a simplified version, but that, that's basically the case. The longer a site takes to give them something useful, five, six, seven, eight seconds, the more likely that user is to leave or they may never even wait for the site to load in the first place. So we only have about a couple seconds. That's uh, a number that Google first published back in 2010, and it has stayed roughly true even to today. 
But it's also important to realize that second impressions matter too, and second and third and fourth impressions, right? Moving from page to page within a website should be quick and seamless, or moving from slide to slide within some sort of a slideshow widget, or however the website is structured. Those interactions from one experience to the next experience also need to be quick and seamless, or they need to at least appear to the user to be quick and seamless. Now, it is true that users have a little more tolerance for complex actions, for example, search actions, uh, because the user assumes that something is going on behind the scenes and that that something, whatever it is, is probably complex, right? That's what the user is thinking. So they're a little more tolerant of that. But if we are just presenting news articles or um, you know, any basic information, they want it relatively quickly within a couple seconds, within a couple seconds as they go from page to page. Now, I've presented all of this and I'm going to continue presenting a lot of this without super specific data. And I realize that that's kind of sketchy, right? You might say, why is Brent saying this? What proof does he have? What is the evidence? I've given just a few different citations right here on this page. The fact of the matter is there is an incredible amount of research into this area and all of the research basically bears out the same information that the longer it takes for individual pages to load the slower pages um, provide interactivity the more likely it is that your audience is going to leave without a conversion whether you measure that in bounce rates or conversion rates or even just general sentiments about um, you know, would you buy from a site under these conditions? And the data are very, very consistent across the board. We also need to remember that users aren't the only ones who matter. Google matters a whole lot. And Google has said uh, for a couple of years, and especially since August of this year, that slow websites will appear lower in search results than fast websites. And we all know how important search results are, whether you're using Google or Bing or DuckDuckGo or, or whatever, um, the higher your website is on that list, the more likely you're going to get users to come to your site and thus the more likely you're going to generate conversions. Okay, we can measure website performance in a few different ways. One is just qualitatively. Does the site feel quick? Okay, but we also like numbers. We, we all like to make comparisons. And if you want quantitative numbers, there are a whole bunch of tools out there. Google Lighthouse is one example, and this is an example of some of the numbers that they give you. Um, they provide written explanations of all of these scores as well, but obviously the site on the left, um, it, all things being equal, is going to perform worse, both with users and with search engines than the site on the right. Uh, the site on the right actually is, is one of the sites I'm working on right now to optimize for um, for better performance and, and hopefully to improve conversion rates. Okay. Lighthouse and, and all of the other tools out there, they look at how long it takes the server to respond, how many files are loaded, how many scripts run behind the scenes, a whole bunch of factors about images, um, features that can cause page rendering to be blocked. That means there are some things behind the scenes that um, your computer has to wait a while before it can draw the website on the page. And same with, uh, there are some features that can cause the web browser to have to repaint, to redraw the screen. All of those things drag down performance. 
We need to look at user-based metrics as well, including things like the bounce rate, uh, which is you know, whether users hang around your site or leave right away, session duration, which is simply how long they stay on your website, and of course, the conversion rate. How many people sign up for those email, uh, email lists? How many people purchase something? How many people donate? All of that, okay? In terms of getting there, there's lots and lots of different techniques, and these can get really complicated. I'm just giving a very high-level view here, um, but we want good servers that are geographically near our users, if that's possible. We want you know, good coding behind the scenes. Uh, we want to be careful with third-party scripts, and I'll, I'll talk about that more in just a second. Um, we want to provide good optimized images. Um, we want to prioritize critical information and delay what's not critical. And we want to use intelligent caching. Intelligent caching is um, simply making sure that we don't reprocess data that we could process once and then save and uh, not have to take all of that time every single time. Okay. In terms of third-party scripts, uh, some websites load hundreds and hundreds of resources behind the scenes. You probably don't even notice this, but there are a lot of major websites that load ad networks and trackers and all kinds of stuff. And this is just a screenshot showing, showing you know, one example, loaded 835 different files into this page. And that has a dramatic impact on how long it takes the page to load. As you can see here, it took almost 34 seconds for the whole page to load with all of those uh, files coming in. When we talk about images, um, this is something that happens behind the scenes a little bit, but there are ways to take an image and make much smaller versions of it or much better optimized versions of it. We can send different optimized versions for mobile browsers versus web uh, desktop browsers, all different kinds of things we can do to make the experience better for our end users. And lastly, in terms of presenting critical information first and unnecessary information later, this is just a screenshot of a YouTube video. But my point is that when you embed, for example, a YouTube video or, or any third party widget onto your site, you have to load all of that site's assets as well into your page. And that can be kind of a heavy experience. YouTube is a what we call a heavy website. There are lots of features there that can drag your website down. And so what we do is we give the user what looks like a YouTube video, but it's in fact just a static image. And we don't load the YouTube video until the user interacts with it in some way, for example, by clicking the play button. At that point, we load all of YouTube's resources. And so on the initial page load, we don't have that, that heaviness of waiting for YouTube. And we wait until the user actually interacts with it. Now, who is responsible for all of this? A lot of this happens outside of your hands, right? A lot of this comes down to the website designers, the website developers doing things behind the scenes. Uh, but it also includes marketing and analytics. Uh, those folks need to monitor user data and see what works and what doesn't. And it depends on the content authors and editors, um, which for many of you is your team, right? The folks who are entering data, the folks who are uploading images, all of that. Um, they need to make sure they're providing good data and good images, good video, good audio, whatever. And that's something they should work with the 
back-end developers, the back-end designers, to make sure they're providing information that won't drag down the website, that, that will keep it performant and will keep it uh, as quick as possible for the users. Well, as Brent just shared, speed really matters with your website. Well, if you want to see the full talk with the slides that Brent was sharing with during the conference, you can find a link to that right in the show notes. So is speed a problem with your website? If it is, take a minute right now and forward this podcast episode to your team and just ask the question, hey, what can we do to improve our website? And then also follow up, you can use something like Google's Lighthouse and get a speed check on your website. Again, those resources Brent referred to that are in the slide deck, you can see that in the show notes as well. Just don't forget to request your copy of the 2021 Digital Benchmark Study and Scorecard. You can do that at 5q.com slash scorecard. That's F-I-V-E-Q.com slash scorecard. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and sharing with others. And just remind you that until next week, keep learning, keep growing, and keep impacting your world for Christ.